Welcome back to the best college football pick and pod in the land. We are coming to you from bellyupsports.com. He is Alan Denton. I am Thomas Black. And Alan, we just discussed on our ATS Pick'em tutorial that we have new exciting things going on with our Against the Spread Pick'em. But now we have some familiarity, and I'm sure it's going to be comforting to dive in and look at our upcoming Confidence Pick'em. You're not kidding, bro. I am more relieved than that Florida football player that pooped his britches a few years back. Oh, man. Certainly you should be. I'm glad. I'm glad you can feel uh, that <laughs> level of optimism <laughs> going into the confidence pick em. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, man. We've learned these tips and tricks a long time along the way, man. All right. The confidence pick em board is set. This one is on ESPN.com. Week one goes as follows. Rutgers at Boston College, Cincinnati at Arkansas, Oregon versus Georgia, Arizona at San Diego State, Houston at UTSA, BYU at USF, Utah at Florida, Notre Dame at Ohio State, Memphis at Mississippi State, and Boise State at Oregon State. Alan, it looks like a fun slate. A lot of big matchups in week one, something that we've grown used to in the last three or four years of college football or so. But what's kind of a matchup that you're looking at that should be highlighted for week one as we approach September? Well, I think maybe the the most entertaining game could potentially be that Utah-Florida game just because there's a lot of unknown you know there's a lot of folks that are surrounding that utah team that feel like this is a potential playoff type of team but then you you know you got the the new coach at florida with anthony richardson at quarterback they've lost a lot of people but you know there's always a ton of talent in florida it's a night game i'm just so excited to watch that one yeah sparks could fly in that one that's one that i definitely have uh that i'm going to be tuned into very closely alan one of the things i love looking at and i'm a little scared by by what i found uh but in this first week of the pick'em slate we have one noon kickoff and then i think we've got five games that kind of kick off mid-afternoon whether that's 3 30 or four o'clock Uh, It is going to be a loaded slate in the middle of the afternoon as we try to track everything that's going down in the confidence pick them and against the spread. Yeah, just looking at a ton of wide, wide, wide ranges of folks. I mean, you're seeing a lot of like 80 plus percent on one team for like six or seven uh, or eight of these games. And so, you know, probably one of those is going to go wrong. And the secret is to not be near that landmine when it goes up. That is no doubt the case. Something that should be watched very, very closely. For those of you who have taken part in our confidence pickums before, you'll understand this very easily. For those that have not done this before, you get 10 games each and every week sent to you by ESPN. It's a confidence pickum. That means that you have to assign a confidence value to each and every matchup. That goes from one on the low end to 10 being the high end. 
And uh, if you pick a game correctly, you get the number of points that you assign to that matchup. So that is where you can create a lot of value for yourself. And it's where Alan and I work to each and every week provide you with some value picks that we're going with on our board to try and shoot up the standings and end up at the end of the year with a chance to win some of these prizes that we're going to have on the podcast this year. I love the strategy involved with the confidence pick. You know, that that's what originally kind of just made me fall in love with it. It is just the strategy of it over the course of a 15 week thing. I've, I think previously I've talked about it being in some ways like a a marathon or a NASCAR race where at different points in the season, you play things a little bit differently. That is certainly an aspect that we've had a fun part with, with the podcast, because Alan, it really changes the time of year, the time of the contest, how many weeks you have left really does determine some of your strategy. It's determined by where you are in the standings. You know, if you're sitting comfortably in the top three and you're within a couple of points of the people ahead of you, then, hey, you're not really going to play all that aggressively unless you really see a matchup that you like. But if you're sitting back outside the top 10, you're still within shouting distance of the top say three or four or five, you may be playing more aggressively in some weeks where you know some people are going to play more conservatively. And uh, the thing that we get to do is we get to give our tips and suggestions based off where we are in the standings. And then, hey, as we work down toward the final couple of weeks of the season, if we're out of contention, we can talk about what kind of plays we're going to do to try and shoot up the board, but we can also start honing in on those people up at the top of the board and giving tips for those people trying to land prizes. 100%. I freaking love this stuff. (laughs) One of the reasons we love it is because we do put prizes up for grabs. If you've already gone through and listened to our Against the Spread Pick'em tutorial, you'll understand that the prizes are the same, uh, but their grand prizes for this confidence pick'em are as follows. For first place at the end of the season, a $100 Visa gift card plus a blackout t-shirt. Second place, a $25 Visa gift card plus a blackout t-shirt. And third place, a blackout t-shirt. So we want you to be able to rep the podcast. We want you to be able to win some cash with these prizes. But at the end of the day, Alan, we need some support to be able to see these prizes grow over time. And that is where we've introduced what we're going to do on our pick pods this season. We've got a weekly pick pod that's going to be free where we're going to give away one ATS lock each. That's going to be for our Against the Spread Pick'em over on CBSSports.com. And then we're also going to give away one confidence value pick. That's the thing that we've been giving away for a couple of years now, and people understand this show for, and that's going to be on the Pick'em on ESPN.com. But, Alan, that's going to be the free version. Also, each week, you and I are going to record a bonus Pick'em pod with, again, another ATS lock and another confidence value pick. And at the end of the day, our... Patreon supporters are going to get exclusive access to that bonus pick em pod. That's when they support us with a $2.50 a month or higher subscription. That's at the walk-on level or higher. And uh, those people are going to get exclusive access to those extra picks. We're going to be reserving some of our better picks for those matchups that we find that we think we can take advantage of some point values with. And uh, hopefully at the end of the day, we're going to bring a lot of value to those people who support us. And in turn, when those supporters come through on Patreon, we're going to take that money and throw it back into the pot for next season. That way we can grow prizes as fast as possible and get this thing be a really attractive product for a lot of people out there. 
Exactly. You're not taking it and, and, you know, bankrolling it and making, you know, six figures a year or anything like that, right? You're not going and getting a fat daddy house (laughs) or anything. We're putting this back into the podcast and in order to up those prizes, up the ante, uh, I think it's very much worth it and just um, excited to give away good picks on the podcast that's free and available to all but also excited to incentivize some stuff and be able to hold back and and give for folks that give us a little love along the way. Definitely so. And Alan, one of the things I'm excited about is if we can get this pot growing faster and faster and faster with supporters, it means that at the end of the day that my wife and I can stop contributing money to these prizes. That would be really, really nice. I've done this because I think it's a draw to get people in. I think we're producing a good product. But at the end of the day, if we can start funding this thing through everybody participating or a big chunk of them, I think at the end of the day, we can have even larger prizes. And it means potentially down the road, maybe some advertisers get involved and start putting up some of their, whether it be gift cards or uh, products up in the prize pot as well. I think those things could come down the line. And I think we could have some really, really cool stuff available for all our listeners who take part in the show. It's just going to take something of a group effort to get there. 100%. And you can help us by doing a couple things. You can like and subscribe. You can support us on Patreon. Share this podcast and the opportunities to get in on the action and play with us. Share that with people you know, you know that love college football. We want this to be something that a lot of people get to enjoy. Absolutely. As we watch for prizes to grow over time, that is going to be a big thing that we look for in those grand prizes. Also, there's going to be a chance for a weekly prize and our confidence pick them as well. That goes along with what we're doing in an hour against the spread pick them. This time, what we're looking for in the confidence side is we're looking for perfect weekly scores. That means going 10 and 0. Let's say that there's a canceled game, maybe a 9-0 and slate. Typically, what you're going to need is 55 points inside the pick'em slate in a given week. You're going to need that, plus you're going to need to win the total score tiebreaker that is given each and every week in the pick'em. For week one, that is Notre Dame at Ohio State. Uh, so you're not going to want to forget those because if you land a perfect score in a given week, you do not want to be the one that did not enter a final score and miss out on that prize with somebody else who got the exact same deal you did but entered a score. Don't miss out because you're lazy. You know, Just don't do it. It is a great philosophy to have. And Alan, as we talk about philosophies that go into a pick'em, Let's talk about principles to play with for a confidence pick them. It's something that we've discussed before, but Alan, where are you going when you talk about principles needed to have success in this pick them as we go throughout the 2022 season? First and foremost, you go low and you go slow. Just like you're whipping up some good barbecue, you don't want to turn up the heat too early. So the first part of the year, first four or five weeks, is about jockeying for position. Don't feel like you have to pick the big upsets at first. Chances are we don't know enough about the teams to make those massive overgeneralizations. You may hit on it, and you look like a genius. Um, But as an alternative, you might, if you think an upset could happen or will happen, you can always early on pick the favorite and just drop them really low on your board. And so you end up gaining potential points 
It's kind of like potential energy and kinetic energy. So we've got Florida Gator players and different types of energy on this podcast. I mean, who doesn't want to do a Patreon for that? But you want to stay alive early, basically. You want as many opportunities to gain points on your opponents as you can. I think that you are 100% spot on. We've talked about this a number of times. I like to say it in these terms. I kind of put down a similar principle for my side. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Right, Alan? That's right. It is a marathon. You need a slow, steady pace as you go throughout this thing. And I know that there are some people who've grown discouraged when they're sitting in the middle of the pack three weeks into this thing, and they're going, man, I've lost all my chance to win prizes. And I'm going, no way. You're three weeks into this. You've got to allow five, six, sometimes even seven weeks before you really have a great understanding of where you are in comparison to other competitors. And sometimes it takes that fifth and sixth week before you really start putting together some good pick'em weeks and start climbing that leaderboard and start putting yourself in a position where you go, oh, things aren't quite as bad as I thought early on. So you can get down, you can get discouraged, but if you stick with it and understand that, hey, this is a large sample size product, this is not something to make a decision two or three weeks into and go, whoa, I'm too far behind, I need to start spraying the board and making a lot of aggressive plays to get back in things, you need to give it some time before you make those changes. 100%. Or you better be darn sure (laughs) that you got something that's going to hit. Like last year, I really felt confident about Arkansas over Texas early in the year. And everybody's always thinking Texas is back. Steve Sarkeesian's the man. He's, He's a genius. And he may be all of those things, but I just had a sneaking suspicion that KJ Jefferson and Arkansas was ready for that matchup. And so I moved them up a little bit. So not only did I pick the upset, I moved it up a little bit. And in that instance, it really worked. But there have been plenty of instances in the past that it's like, man, I I really regret moving this quickly this early. Yeah, but that's a great example, too, that – Alan, we're not always going to be right about everything, but I think you and I do have some good intuition on these matchups. You're talking yep. about taking Arkansas over Texas last season. I think that was one of your best picks of the season. I happen to be on the other side. I argued against you, but you had the right side with it. Another one that I had was I took Michigan State over Miami as about a touchdown underdog. You know, every yep. once in a while, we're going to hit on these things and we're going to hit really big. And for that matter, the best one I had all last season was I took Fresno State over San Diego State. Alan about laughed me off the podcast when I said I was going to take <laughs> Fresno State as an underdog, as an eight-point value, but I said they were going to win by 10 or more points. Then they did. It was great. But Alan, you were on the same side with that one. You just weren't as aggressive with it. But at the end of the day, there are a lot of people who are going to miss out, and especially in that scenario with uh, Fresno State and San Diego State. San Diego State was undefeated at the time, and there were a Mm -hmm. lot of people banking a lot of points on the Aztecs when I said, no way. I don't even care if you're picking San Diego State. You should have it at a low value, but there are a lot of people that that paid big time with that matchup. And I know there were some people who listened to this podcast who put heavy, heavy points on Fresno State, and it came out in their favor. That's exactly right. I remember sitting on my couch and laughing at that. (laughs) And uh, not at the pick, but just like, just the the gall to push (laughs) on. But man, it it was just awesome. 
It was awesome. And hey, we're not going to have some of those big aggressive plays for you every single week, but that's because we are patient and we wait for the right opportunity. We try to at the very least, and we're going to miss on some of those, but Alan and I have been known to hit some really good plays as we go on week after week throughout the season. So that is something definitely to look forward to. Alan, where else are you going for a principle to apply to a confidence pick'em? All right. This goes against fandom in general. Don't fall in love with anybody except for maybe the top two or three teams in the entire country. (laughs) (laughs) Fandom can be a great, great downfall, but also so can hatred. Hatred can be a downfall. Longtime listener of the podcast, uh, Bruce Doublefield, really, really, really sometimes finds a way to hate TCU because when he picks for them, they lose. And when he picks against them, they end up winning. And Lord knows, I've learned over the years when Tennessee plays Florida and it's a pick every freaking year, I had to learn the hard way several times that you just don't choose Tennessee in that one. (laughs) (laughs) It is certainly uh, advantageous to be willing to pick against a team you love. Uh, This is the exact same principle that I said for my second one too, Alan. So we're aligned with each other once again, but it is very advantageous to not always pick a team you love also advantageous to not always be pegged against a team that you hate. Those things will work against you and you will be punished in your picks a few weeks a year if that's your philosophy, if that's what you're sticking with. So we are trying to help you avoid those things. We are trying to apply logic, reason, statistics to these matchups to make them make sense. And at the end of the day, we hope that we're going to give you those value plays that really help you increase the points coming back every single week and hopefully helping you climb the leaderboard and get better and better at these contests year after year. Absolutely, man. I love that you and I are on the same wavelength. It makes me feel real good about where we're going this year, man. Hopefully the same thing will happen with the picks, Alan, but we have to wait until next week to do that. Week one is on its way where we're going to have pick pods coming out. We'll have one pick pod coming to you free access for everybody. We'll have a bonus pick pod for Patreon subscribers, whoever that may be. And uh, we will wait and see what happens as we go throughout the season. But Alan, this is just one last encouragement for everybody out there that could be listening to this. You want to join both the confidence pick them and the against the spread pick them. I know there's been a lot of faithful followers we've had who are going to do the confidence pick them. We've got a lot of people who are in that contest who are not in our other one on CBSSports.com. And I think the encouragement would be join both because it's going to be a weekly experience on the podcast. Uh, listening to our picks. It's going to be a weekly experience in the Pick'Em, picking the exact same games from two different standpoints each and every week. But it's the way we've strategized this podcast and our contests that are going to make it a total encompassing project for people all season long. And I think it should be a blast if people really do jump on board with doing both Pick'Ems all throughout the regular season. Exactly. If you love college football, then jump in on both of these, and I just don't think by any measure that you'll regret it. It's going to be a lot of fun. It should be a blast. Alan, week one is coming. We've got big prizes on the table. We hope to have some bigger ones down the road. But, Alan, thank you so much for your time, and I can't wait to talk to you here again on the best college football pick pod in the land. Yes, sir.
thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.